Shameless Media. No matter who you are, where you live, what you do for work, how rich or broke you might be, you're carrying around a secret. We all are. And this show, well, it's all about spilling them. Welcome to Everybody Has a Secret. My name is Annabelle Lee. I'm your host and ultimate secret sharer. Producer Justine Landers-Hanley is sitting to my left. Hello, Justine. Hello, Annabelle Lee. And today, sitting in the co-hosting chair, once again, is Tony Lodge. Hi. Oh, my God. Thanks for having me. Hello, Tony. (laughs) I did just sound like a bit of a game show host. Come on down. Tony Lodge, (laughs) come on down. (laughs) Tony, every episode we play a bit of a game to warm us up before we hear the big secret that Justine will read out to Mm us. Today's game is called Spill It where we hear submissions from our community. Producer Justine jumped on Instagram and asked our listeners to tell us about the wildest place they've had sex, which apparently relates to the theme of today's big secret. Yes, this this week's secret has a wild element to it, a wild sex location. Oh! Okay, so I'm going to read these spillets to you, Tony, that you're hearing for the first time for a rapid round of reactions. Are you ready? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Maybe, maybe not. Okay, so here are the wildest places these people have had sex. In my grandparents' pool while they were sleeping. Oh, that's okay. (laughs) Also, like, if the grandparents woke up, maybe they wouldn't see what's going on. I think I saw it down the back. (laughs) Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. In Parliament House. <laughs> as long as it was consensual. I think yeah. like, as someone who reads government messaging, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> in a lake holding on to our stand-up paddle boards. Ooh, um, bacteria. Yes. <laughs> no, also, not a like, lake. How are people's cores strong enough for that? Just like, I don't know, I would fall. Oh my God, as someone who's fallen out of a canoe, I, I would not be able to do <laughs> oh, that. Oh gosh, could we get a story behind that? <laughs> um, just, year 10 just, sport, fell. Okay. fell out of a canoe. Very cool popular girl was able to, tip the canoe back over I was not I walked out of the lake I was like I can't do this fuck that (laughs) next one hand job during family movie night while watching Inception which is something that I've heard friends do before I think this is like quite common people just giving hand jobs while parents are around My the thing that throws me is that it's Inception. You have to concentrate during that movie. <laughs> yeah, like I did concentrate, and I still don't really understand what happened in that movie. I just imagine sitting <laughs> there, like, oh my god, what's Leonardo DiCaprio going to do next? <laughs> wow, I can't believe they're asleep again. Like, I just don't understand that. Oh god, for those listening via podcast, we got a we got a bit of a demonstration of a hand job from Tony, which was incredible. <laughs> Taught you a thing or two. <laughs> we love a tip around here. Okay, so the <laughs> next. <laughs> Sexual. Yeah. I was so to cut or uncut. I'm fine. <laughs> I actually don't discriminate. Okay. <laughs> Hold it together, Justine. I'm trying. A whole episode to do. <laughs> okay. This next spill it on my boss's desk after hours. Oh, how much do you like the boss? Oh, I'm also thinking. I'm picturing like. Is it with the boss? If it's with oh. the boss, still weird. Yeah. I'm thinking in this office that we've got Justine at Shameless Media, it's like a co-working space. There's no room. There's simply no room. There's also lots of windows. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the next one. In a church. Oh, blasphemous. Blasphemous. But bit hot. Yeah, God, yeah. shield your eyes. Have you watched Fleabag season two? It's hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. The priest, yes, please. If it's him, for sure. 
at a cemetery. Uh, oh, no, thanks. Ghosts in my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants ghosts in the vagina. <laughs> this person said, I had sex with a friend on a driveway when we were 17. Ouch. Yeah, gravel, rocks, brick. I need more information. I also like my mattress. I like my mattress (laughs) soft. Yeah. So gravel is like complete opposite of that. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) In an elevator is another one. Hot. Mm. I've been trapped in an elevator before by myself. I was like, this should be from a movie and there should be a hot boy in there with me. There was not. I was by myself. I was reading like a really Mm. sad book. (laughs) (laughs) It was 20 minutes of me being like, why aren't I getting fingered? If you know only I was having sex, yeah. <laughs> but like, wouldn't somebody walk in or would you put the emergency thing on to have sex? But <laughs> if you press the emergency stop, then wouldn't someone call and be like, hello, what's the problem? Yeah. And then what building got, are you in? You've got <laughs> sex interruption, which nobody wants that. And then like, obviously on the other end, they're probably quite accustomed to hearing, we're fine. <laughs> it's actually fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay, let too me, much? No, no, never too much. In my brain, I'm just trying to segue into the next spillet, so I'm just going to go. The next one reads, in a horse's stable. A lot of hay. A lot also, of poo. I just think I've not had sex in many exciting places, so every time I read one of these, I'm like, I don't get it. How does this come up? How? How are you in a horse's stable and then you're like, sex? <laughs> just, like, yeah, let's do it. Aren't you working? <laughs> I guess if people are bored, they're like, eh, why not? Like you're adjusting a horse up. and you're like, oh my God, might as well. Like I just <laughs> clean out the hoofs. Like I just don't get it. Like how does that happen? This next one. In change rooms in a shopping centre. Hot. My boyfriend will not have sex with me in public and I've definitely been like, do you want to go in the bathroom? And he's like, Tony Louise. (laughs) So (laughs) You always know it's serious business when they say your full name. Yeah. (laughs) On a chairlift at the snow. Horrifying. I find being on a chairlift at the snow difficult enough. The whole time I'm on it, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to get off at some you point. Just slip right out. Yeah, of the that's and there's slippery things happening as well. Mm, Too much added slipping. liquid. I just feel like mm. is very dicey yeah. in that situation. But I mean, if it floats your boat, why not? <laughs> <laughs> the final spillet for today. In my friend's honeymoon suite at her wedding, before they got to use it. I'm sorry. That is a no from me. If someone did it to me, I'd be really fucked off. But if it was me, I'd be like, well, you know, a yeah. girl's got to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Justine. Thank Take you, it away. Annabelle. I see letters. Yes, Annabelle, Tony, here Thank are your you. envelopes containing oh, your letters from it's got the my secret chair. I- <laughs> oh my God. This secret comes from Amber. Is this a fake name? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> fake I was names. like, are we, are we doxing these? <laughs> Exposing them no, no. right from the get-go. <laughs> Some fake names. To be honest, I've tried to push this secret to the back of my mind. I'm trying to pretend that what I'm about to say didn't happen. A year ago, in between all of the COVID lockdowns, my fiancé and I were holidaying with a few friends. One night, we all went out clubbing. Everyone else started getting a bit tired and decided to head back to the hotel. But I was still dancing, making new friends and having a good time. Good on you, Amber. (laughs) So I told everyone that I would make my own way home. I ended up leaving when the club shut, only to discover that I had no way of getting upstairs to our hotel room. I didn't have a key card to let me up the elevator. No one was answering their phones and there was no 24-hour reception. Worst nightmare. (laughs) I know. I don't, I don't like this, Justine. Oh, my God. <laughs> I decided to sit at the bottom of the lift and wait for another guest to come along and let me up to my floor so I could at least go and bang on our hotel door. Did they have sex? 
I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, what's going on? It was 3 a.m. My phone was dying. Oh. I was crying and starting to freak out and I was very drunk. Oh, not a good combo. What did people in the olden days do without phones? <laughs> I because know. now my phone gets to 50% and I'm like, I could die. Yeah. And it's only halfway dead. I think people just cried and freaked out. Like <laughs> After a while, this guy came down in the lift. He asked if I was okay and I told him the whole story of how I ended up there. We just started chatting and it was clear that we had this pretty intense connection. And he was a hottie, I'm assuming? I think so. I hope for Amber's sake (laughs) that yes, that is the case. We started flirting super heavily. It was obvious that something was going to happen between us. Then he said, oh, well, I'm actually going to get my girlfriend some food. But he (gasps) continued, why don't we go down to the car park together? I followed him (gasps) down there and... We ended up having sex in his car. I feel like usually car sex is pretty shit, but it was actually so good. Wait, 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 hold up. But the girlfriend thing though. I thought that was going to stop this story. Maybe it should have. I don't know. After a night out with my fiancé. Oh my God. They're both bad. (laughs) I ended up fucking a guy I met in an elevator. (laughs) What a sentence. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Afterwards, he went off to get his girlfriend some food and I went back inside. I managed to get onto the hotel who sent someone to let me upstairs. I went to sleep and I never told anybody, especially not my fiancé, about what happened. My fiancé and I had been together for a really long time, but a year ago, things were not the best in our relationship and we weren't good at communicating. To be totally honest, I was just being really selfish Like if I was having a night out with girlfriends and someone started showing interest in me, I would tell them that my fiance and I were having issues in our relationship and I wasn't sure if it was going to work out. I knew I was being awful. I hated myself for it. But I just told myself that I was just trying to live my life. But since this all happened, things have changed. We have both put in a huge amount of work and our relationship is the best it's ever been. We've done so much work on our relationship. Should I tell him the truth even though I know it could destroy that? Or can this just be my dirty little secret that I pretend never happened? Oh, people who've listened to the show before know that I generally say, tell them the truth, tell them the truth. But I don't know. My gut is confused. We heard a lot just now, didn't we, Tony? I want to hear the emotions running through your brain right now. My gut response is that she should have told him when they started doing all the work with each other because I feel like if they weren't happy then what they should have done is when they started working on it, she should have said, you know what, this thing happened. We weren't in a good place, but now we're getting there and I really want this to work. I think now it's too late. Yeah. I would break up with someone if they were like, this happened two years ago. If they were like, this happened on the weekend, I'd be like, these things happen. Maybe we could work through this. Tony, you raise so many good points. I want to hear more about those points a little bit later, but before we get there, let's hear a word from today's sponsor. Tony, we're back from break. I think it's interesting because both of us, as we were reading that secret, forgot that Amber had a fiancé. I totally forgot that. And when we heard that this guy that she had sex with in his car was cheating on his girlfriend, we were like, oh, men are trash. Yeah. (laughs) But then you're like, oh, hang on, Amber. I think I got distracted by the fact that she was out dancing all night, which is like classic, like single girl behaviour, like quote unquote, and the fact that he was just upstairs and the girlfriend was upstairs as well. That they were so close to 
where it was happening. I think the fact that her relationship was struggling at the time and she was drunk, I mean, she clearly explains that that's why she felt like in that moment it was the right thing to do for her because I guess people act selfishly. Do you think cheating is ever okay? Because she's saying that she was upset in her relationship and then this opportunity kind of came at the right time. Does that make it okay though? I don't think that cheating's ever okay. But I think there are definitely times when in a relationship you could work through it. And I feel that if Amber had have told her fiancé at the time or when they started kind of trying to work through their problems, I feel like it could have been worked through. But now they've done all that. So it's kind of like they've hit reset on their relationship. And if she chooses to tell her fiancé, then she's just dropping like another bomb and she's just going to like fuck up all that work that they put back into it. Yeah, like if I'm putting myself in the fiancé's shoes, it would be the lying after, is it years of when this happened or a year ago? It was a year ago that yeah, this happened. Yeah, it would be. Which is a long time. As we all say, it's like lying in a relationship is one of the reddest flags yeah. that there are. And I think if she had said something after it happened, she could have explained with remorse, I had a lapse in judgment, yeah. but it was because I feel unhappy in the relationship, yeah. let's try and make let's it rebuild. better yeah let's yeah. rebuild but I think it was the lying after a year that gets me yeah it's because it's not just the cheating but it's lying about it yes because like what did she do when she got upstairs so she obviously says to her fiance oh my god I was stuck in a lift for since 3am or whatever and he's like oh are you okay and she's like oh well I fucked some dude as well like <laughs> you know like not ideal yeah but you know at least then it would be like oh I was just really I was drunk I was like desperate I was feeling really weird I was locked out you know I feel like those range of emotions like probably could have eased the situation but now it's like compounding interest and like you've lied for a year Uh about this thing so I feel like it's clear that we feel a one-night stand wouldn't have been as bad if she had said it initially told him initially Okay, so now there's this compounding time thing that you've Mm -hmm. just mentioned versus a long-term affair. What do you think is worse? I think the long-term affair is worse because, I hate to generalise, but normally like so many more emotions are involved in that Mm -hmm. and sneaking around is involved. You're right, there's that extra element. There's an extra element of being like, oh, my God, don't look at my phone because so-and-so's text me or giving them a fake name like, oh, my God, the Chinese restaurant's called me or text me. I was like, you know, I don't know. But that's an extra weird, icky level for me. There's more – I feel like it's more calculated. They're going to certain extents – to lie so much that you're creating this whole fake story. Whereas yeah. here with Amber, she's just lying about this one incident. I and say just, but I do feel like it is a huge deal. And also like, I know that this is like a very fine line to draw, but she's not lying. As far as we know, mm. he didn't say, did you cheat on me? And she said, no, she just hasn't told him. Whereas I feel like an ongoing affair is like, what are you doing tonight? And he says, going out with the boys. Or she says, whatever. Or they say they're doing whatever. Whereas with this, it's kind of like this happened once. It was ages ago. It's an omission of truth. Yeah. Oh, I feel like Justine has something else. Oh, Justine, please lay it on us. Annabelle, I haven't told you the entire secret. (gasps) No. There's there's another part to this that I need to share with you that might change what you're talking about. So I would like to introduce into evidence the twist. The twist. There's another part to this story that I didn't tell you, and this is what Amber said. Okay. This also wasn't the only time that I cheated on my fiancé. Oh, here we go, Amber. Here we go. Not long after I slept with the guy in the elevator, I had a one-night stand with another guy. Only this time, it was someone that my fiancé and I both knew. Unforgivable. Simply no. (laughs) This time, I came clean to my partner and told him (sighs) that I'd slept with the guy we both knew. 
I broke down and told him that I still wanted to spend our lives together. My fiancé told me that he didn't want to know any details. He told me that he appreciated my honesty and would work to forgive me. Sorry, this fiancé is a saint. What a, like, what a kind and understanding person. We all have lapses in judgment. But to then go, I don't want details, but I appreciate you telling the truth. Oh, my God. But here's the problem. Oh. My fiancé said that this was it. This was the only time he is going to forgive me for something like this. And if anything else happens, we would be done. But I hadn't yet told him about the guy in the elevator. So I never told him about the guy in the elevator. I think he would understand me sleeping with the guy we both know because he could see the chemistry between us. Chemistry's worse. And this guy kind of slept with everyone. He could understand how I got into that situation. But the guy in the elevator... That didn't have to happen. We randomly met and had a short conversation. I feel like my fiancé would be so much more hurt by that. And he might see it as pointing to a larger problem in our relationship, meaning we'd need to break up. I feel really guilty about what happened. But I've already told my fiancé that I cheated on him. And he said he didn't want any details. Does it matter that I'm not telling him about the guy in the elevator? Absolutely. And I feel like that's Amber trying to justify what she's done by not telling him to be like, well, he told me not to tell him. I think that this is very poor judgment from Amber. I think that it's definitely too late to salvage this relationship. But I think that Amber needs to be honest about what happened. Right. Because what are you going to do, get married to somebody that doesn't know that this thing happened? It's so interesting that you say this because as I was, as you were reading out the twist, Justine, I was like, thinking maybe she shouldn't have to tell him about this elevator incident, which is so unlike anything that I say. Usually I'm like, tell him the truth. It's just easier. Instead of having to think about all the different ways to like Mm -hmm. skirt around the truth and like figure out a way to make this relationship work without saying the truth. Usually I feel like it's just best to say everything. But here, in my mind, I don't think that the sex with the guy in the elevator is as bad as the sex with the friend. So now that the fiancé knows about the sex with the friend, I feel like in my mind the elevator sex kind of falls somewhere underneath that as less serious. It was more of a lapse in judgment, drunken mistake, even though I don't believe in drunken mistakes. I don't know. I'm I'm in two minds. I am definitely in two minds. It's a really tough one, I think, because I completely respect what you're saying and I do absolutely understand that. I just think that if Amber can't let it go, there's obviously a reason that it's eating at them. You're right. Like, you know, if you could put it out of your mind and go, that thing happened, I just need to ignore it and let it go. I think that if Amber had come to terms with it, I'd believe that more. But now I'm like two people in the space of not very long and then telling the partner about only one, I'm like, that seems like if this ever did come out, God forbid for Amber's sake, but if this ever did come out for whatever reason, how much worse is that going to be? And are you always going to be thinking like, oh my God, are they going to find out about this thing? Are we going to run into this guy? Like, is he going to tell his girlfriend, the girlfriend's going to find me on Instagram and message, you know, like who knows? Yeah. I find it interesting that the fiance found the sex with the friend, not a problem 
are not indicative of a bigger issue in the relationship. Because Amber says here that if the fiancé were to find out about the sex with the guy in the elevator, he would think that it was because they had problems in their but relationship. they did at the time. They did. So I'm, I'm just interested to hear that the fiancé doesn't think that the sex with a friend is also indicative of a bigger problem because I think that is as well. So I think... <gasps> Plot twist. The fiancé <laughs> cheated on Amber as well. Oh. Maybe that's why. It's like, look, I've had one. Now you've had one. Maybe then... But if there's two, it's over. Yeah, two wrongs make yeah. a right kind of thing they're like look we both had a lapse in judgment i do generally agree with you that secrets in a relationship like this to do with cheating uh-huh. are never really okay and it's really hard to come back from it especially with time if she's keeping the secret over time and say like you said if he does find out yeah how much worse is that going to be probably going to compound like you said yep. before so how important is the past in a relationship that's now in a really healthy spot oh, it's such a tough one because i think that it's almost to me like I'm coming across like so self-righteous and I'm absolutely not an angel or anything. But like the really hard thing though is that the refurbishment of the relationship is almost like built on the mistruth of this thing happening and Amber not disclosing everything. Because I feel like if you come to a point in a relationship where you go like, look, we're going to start from scratch. That's your opportunity to like get all of your skeletons out of your closet and be like, look, this has happened. I'm really sorry. And I want to be with you. It's up to you on how, whether you can like reconcile this in your brain with me or whatever. Oh, I just think that if you can't be honest about that, when you actually have an opportunity to be like, what else are you going to lie about and go, oh, it's just a little lie. Yeah. I guess a question I have is, have you ever been in a situation though, not like this, but where you go to tell someone something and they like, either cut you off or you panic lie or you just can't tell the whole truth. Can you imagine ever being caught, not in this, but in something like this? I'm not sure. I understand what you're saying, Justine. I can see a world where I would freak out and just feel like I need to keep silent. But I think you're hearing what you want to hear. Like I think I feel as if Amber's gone, oh, well, he didn't want to hear about it, so I won't tell him about the other guy. Whereas I'm kind of like, oh, like I I think both of them have made the wrong choice and I'm absolutely not being like, she's the problem. I think they both have made such a mistake, but she's done it twice and then didn't tell him. I'm just like, oh, yeah, it just feel I feel bad for the film. I would hate to think like I've been with my partner for like 10 years. I would even if it happened 10 years ago, I'd be like, but. What about the 10 years since then? It feels like they're, they've been tricking you the whole time. And yeah. it's like, it feels like those 10 years have been a bit of a waste, I guess. Yeah. I just think that that would make me feel like what else could unravel here? Also sidebar, which is totally not the point of this secret. Yeah. But let's have a moment for the other guy who cheated on his girlfriend who was like, oh, I have a girlfriend, but follow me to the car park and have yeah. sex with me in my car. I'm going mm. to get her food. Yeah. I wanted a croissant. Like, <laughs> where is the food? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong on both parts. So Justine, do you have anything to add? How do you I, feel about this? Segment? I would just like to know what your final verdicts are. Okay, final verdicts. Oh, I'm really torn. I'm Natalie Imbruglia. Um <laughs> I feel like it's too late and I don't know whether that means she should tell him and they should break up, but he should have a say in what happens, yeah. I feel. I mm. think she should tell him. I genuinely am torn as well like Natalie Ambrulia I think the task for Amber is to put herself in her fiance's shoes and and what think, would you what rather would you, you what yeah. would you rather because if if she would rather be kept in the dark about the first incident this car sex incident then maybe that's a good indicator of what you should do but if she would rather know the full truth which is what I would rather yeah. I would rather know everything because what you said before you're rebuilding on a lie I yeah. guess then I think she should tell her fiance the whole truth Mm, it's like, why are you keeping it a secret? Is it because you are afraid of the consequences for, for you? you or 
Are you trying to protect his happiness? Yeah. yeah totally. Or is it more selfish to tell the person to get it off your chest when you think they might not want to know? That's a really tough one and I'm glad that I'm not in your position. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, Amber, for submitting your secret. And thank you, Justine, for beautifully reading out that secret oh for my us God. today. Justine. <laughs> Justine. It was like listening to a play. <laughs> Guys, that is all we have time for for today's episode of Everybody Has a Secret. Tony, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. As always, everyone, thank you for listening. If you have a secret you're itching to spill, write us a letter and mail it to our PO box. You'll find all the details about where to send your letters in our show notes. Of course, if the old school mail system isn't your thing, feel free to email your secret to us at hotline at shamelessmediaco.com. Everything we read will, of course, be kept completely anonymous. As for socials, you can find us on Instagram at Everybody Has a Secret Pod and on TikTok at Everybody Has a Secret. Bye bye now. Bye. <laughs> This podcast was recorded on Wurundjeri land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.